Hello and welcome to the Static Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony T, and this is episode 91. And I am back for this Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. Thank you for joining me. Uh, we will cover, or I will cover, that is everything that everyone else is covering today, which is the State of the Union that happened last night. And to sum it up, it was pretty much Joe Biden saying how great everything is and how everything's going great and that they're going to spend a ton of money to make everything even better, which is interesting because he's been in office for 40 years. So why now now he decides to make everything great. You know, you aren't you supposed to constantly do that, but just now everything's going to be great. So the first clip I have is him talking about the infrastructure bill that they passed and how he's going to spend your money. Folks, as you all know, we used to be number one in the world in infrastructure. We've sunk to 13th in the world. The United States of America, 13th in the world in infrastructure, modern infrastructure. But now we're coming back because we came together and passed the bipartisan infrastructure law, the largest investment in infrastructure since President Eisenhower's interstate highway system. And folks, already we've, we've funded over 20,000 projects, including major airports from Boston to Atlanta to Portland. Projects that are going to put thousands of people to work rebuilding our highways, our bridges, our railroads, our tunnels, ports, airports, clean water, high-speed internet, all across America. Urban, rural, tribal. And folks, we're just getting started. We're just getting started. And I mean this sincerely. I want to thank my Republican friends who voted for the law and my Republican friends who voted against it as well. But I'm still, I, I still get asked to fund the projects in those districts as well. But don't worry. I promised I'd be a president for all Americans. We'll fund these projects. And I'll see you at the groundbreaking. All right, so much to unpack here. Um, first, I'd like to apologize for the clapping seals. Now, this is a, this, I pulled it out about 20 minutes or so, 23 minutes into his speech. And Kamala Harris is her applause sign. Every After every sentence, she was getting up, applauding. That would get everybody else on the Democratic side to get up and applaud. So I apologize about the audio. There's nothing to do. You know, if you've ever been to a talk show or a game show, they have a person on the side with an applause sign. That's basically what she was doing because nobody's probably going to applause for him. Now, the first thing I would like to point out in that clip is that he got a little upset there that uh, America fell to 13th in infrastructure in the world. And uh, his crazy came out again or whatever, his dementia. But, uh, hey, Joe, you were in government the whole time. How'd you let that happen, huh? How'd, how do we let that that happen? Well, nobody, they take taxes, but nobody fixes anything and just lets everything crumble. And what they do with the taxes, God knows, they pocket it. But now Joe's going to fix it all. They funded 20,000 projects already, airports, roads, give everybody the internet. I thought internet was a private company thing, right? Like service provider, why is the government getting involved? Anyway, uh, so 
he's if you know anything about Joe Biden, there's a good book called Profiles of Corruption, and it 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 lists like ten people of the Democrats, and Joe Biden's one of them, and he's a big contract guy. He gets his money from contracts, you know. He has people, family members, uh, running contract companies, and where do you, and he loves this. He loves this. He's like, we just got started. Because he's going to be pulling in the dough now, even if he's out of presidency or resigns or gets impeached or he, you know, his family's set. They're going to, they're going to milk this, this thing. You're supposed to say now that, oh, but it's going to create all these jobs. Well, yes and no. So the big selling point about these projects is that it's going to create jobs in the area. So let's say uh, there's a uh, some project going on in a small town and that's going to bring in work in the area. Usually not uh, because what happens is wherever, whoever does the bidding for the contract, that's the company that gets it. And usually it did not add a small town. There's from somewhere else and employees are somewhere else. So the people from the place really don't see any jobs, maybe one or two or few, but most of the time they have their own labor. Like for example, in New York City, if there's a building going up, right, uh, nobody who is a construction worker can afford to live in New York City. So they're coming from Jersey, they're coming from Connecticut, they're coming from Pennsylvania. So yeah, you're providing jobs for people out of state, and you're selling it that you're gonna it's gonna create jobs for people in the state, which is technically not true. So now for the next clip, Joe reaches in for the old. Uh, made in America talking point. And when we do these projects, and again, I get criticized for this, but I make no excuses for it. We're going to buy American. We're going to buy American. <laughs> Folks. And it's totally, it's totally consistent with international trade rules. Buy America has been the law since 1933. But for too long, past administrations, Democrat and Republican, have fought to get around it. Not anymore. Tonight, I'm announcing new standards require all construction materials used in federal infrastructure projects to be made in America. Made in America. I mean it. Lumber. Glass, drywall, fiber optic cable. And on my watch, American roads, bridges, and American highways are going to be made with American products as well. Folks, my economic plan is about investing in places and people that have been forgotten. So many of you listen to me tonight. I know you feel it. Look, I feel it all right. I feel it. I feel my bank account draining from all this spending you're doing. I feel it all right. So a couple of things. So now he, we're going to buy American with all these projects. We're going to buy American. And he mentions that uh, we've people skated this law, 1933, the buy American law. Well, he was around for a long time. He was part of skating around this law for his interests, for his projects, because, you know, like I said, he likes uh, companies. You're going to pay more for American products. So skate around it and get cheaper goods for these projects. That's more profit in your pocket, right? So he benefited from skating around this uh, 1933 law. 
And now since he's almost out of office, he's going to ruin it for the next guy and make sure that we really follow this law and buy American in our projects. Now the next point about this clip is buying American, right? So now the government has, what is a $1.4 trillion this thing was to do projects around the country. And now they're going to buy American goods. And now, the, of course, everybody knows that once there's a government project, people jack up the prices. Anytime the government wants to buy uh, supplies or something, they get charged extra. Now, what that does is that has effect of just naturally driving up the price for everything. So construction, we're going to be building a bunch of stuff. All that stuff is going to go up in price now because it's, it's still supply and demand. If the government makes this big demand, then uh, price is going to go up. Now, the next point about all these infrastructure projects now, especially with this administration and the current climate in the world about progressives and equality and equity, uh, let's say you have a, you know, a, a, a masonry company or, you know, uh, typically Italians are good masons and there's a masonry company that's been around for a long time and it's owned by an Italian guy, say old Vinny owned the company for 30 years and expanded and it's a big company and knows what they're doing and has a lot of experience, right? And let's say there's a government project and... Vinny wants to put the bid on the, the project. And now he will be overlooked because I'm pretty sure with ESG, uh, Vinny is not a minority. Vinny is uh, privileged and Vinny will not get the job. The job will be given to a company probably that's owned by a minority female. And it doesn't matter if she's was in business for 30 years like uh, Finney or has the same qualifications, they will give it to her. Now, you as a taxpayer, you're not getting the top uh, service for your uh, tax dollars. Inexperienced companies can uh, run over the budget because of mistakes, and that'll cost you more money. So these are things that will happen with these projects, and the taxpayer doesn't benefit from it, believe me. Now, he mentions in the beginning of this clip that he gets criticized for wanting to buy American, and I wonder why that is. That's because his Chinese handlers are upset because everything is pretty much made by China, or his Democratic friends don't feel that it's inclusive enough, but that's just that just stuck out to me. Anyway, I'm all for buying American but that was probably more uh, realistic in the 70s and 80s before China became a powerhouse in manufacturing. And we shipped everything out to them to make. So now this dummy's like, let's buy American. It's like, there's nothing to buy. We don't make anything here. And I have one example uh, with a source close to the matter, I can say, where how this, is, this will backfire on us. So let's say there's a large transportation agency that has to deal with, let's say, trains, right? Now, when they purchase the trains or they need to purchase wheels from the train, there's pretty much one manufacturer, right? Now, this agency does get subsidized by the federal government, so they have to buy things from America, made in the USA, right? Now, this, this wheel company was an American company. 
until they got bought out by the Chinese. So now what? Now they can't buy wheels for their trains that they need. Now what do you do? And you're supposed to say as a smart critical thinker, well, that'll, that'll incentivize somebody else to open up another company that makes these wheels, right? Well, wrong, because this process of making these wheels uh, is not, uh, let's say, probably environmentally friendly, and there's probably a ton of EPA regulations where it's not uh, viable for you to open up a new company. This old company was around, was established, was making these wheels, and China probably saw that and scooped it up. And China can make all the wheels they want because they have no EPA. They'll melt metal, pour these things out, and these are big, you know, steel wheels. You're not, this is an industrial process. So uh, there you go. Now you have a large transportation agency where you can't get wheels because Joe Biden wants you to buy American now all of a sudden. Hey, but the clapping seals were clapping for him. But don't you be a clapping seal. So that'll do it for me today. Uh, I'm your host, Anthony T. This is Static Podcast. You can reach me at staticpodcast.net. Like, subscribe, donate. This is a value-for-value podcast. We have no advertise. I have no advertisers. Uh, You can get yourself a new podcast app, which is Podcasting 2.0 compliant, which means you can stream Satoshis, which are little bits of Bitcoin. You could find any of them at newpodcastapps.com. Freedom of speech is still important, and I hope, like today... You got a little something out of this, a little extra knowledge where, you know, they're not going to, people are reporting on it, but if you really, that deep down look from from a honest, like, angle, you're probably not going to get that because all the major media outlets have some advice, they're all tied in with the big corporations, so they're not going to give you the full scoop. So thank you for listening, and we will do it again next week. <laughs>